Hello, my name is Rick Pearson and welcome to Prophecy USA, a program specifically designed to unveil the hidden mystery of America's role in Bible prophecy. Today we're on location in our small editing studio in Canada. We have a minimum crew to meet the recent guidelines of federal COVID-19 initiatives. And just like everyone else around the world, our plans have been drastically altered. But many times you discover that sometimes life is what happens in between your plans. Is it possible that God is trying to get our attention? Could this be a wake-up call for something bigger coming our way? Stay tuned as we pose these questions for such a time as this. Welcome back to Prophecy USA. Today we're located just 50 miles east of Toronto. The scene here is exactly as New York City, Washington, Rome, Paris, and every city in the whole world. People are sheltered in their homes, hiding from an unseen enemy called the coronavirus. You know, the Bible says there is nothing new under the sun. Pestilence and plagues have happened before in other generations. But this is the first time it has happened on this scale in our generation. Now, historically, the Bible tells us that God used these types of distractions to get people's undivided attention. Is it possible? Is it actually possible that a God who has never been seen wants to speak to us about an invisible enemy who is far more destructive than the COVID-19 virus? I'm talking about the source of all sin, sickness, poverty, and disease. Is it possible this pandemic could be a prophetic wake-up call, a warning, a harbinger of things to come? Let's see what history says about such events. Listen to this. Throughout history, God has used what some would consider tragedies to bring miracles, deliverance, and future hope to those who call upon His name. Specifically, as in the case of David and Goliath, God took the weapon formed against David, allowing David to use that exact weapon to cut off Goliath's head. From these experiences, God grows a person's faith so they learn that through their faith in God, all things are possible. And the so-called tragedy that had come to destroy God's people proves to be a stepping stone to a higher level of relationship with their God. However, in other instances, some setbacks were designed for a time of sifting, a sifting of wheat from the chaff and sheep from the goats. Such was the case in Egypt at the time of Moses' ministry. The Pharaoh of Egypt had hardened his heart towards God. The request from Moses to free the children of Israel was met with laughter and contempt. The Pharaoh had forgotten that captivity was initiated 400 years earlier when Joseph, a Jewish slave, was used mightily to save Egypt from a seven-year famine. It was then that the Jewish God, through Joseph, 
brought prosperity to the land. But now 400 years later, the Jews had become a footstool to the whims of the Egyptians. The 10 plagues that came upon the Egyptians were specifically used as signs and wonders to warn the Egyptians of coming disaster. Scripture says that God literally allowed their unbelieving hearts to be hardened, or what we might define today as secular, concerning their belief in God. With each of the 10 plagues that came upon Egypt, God's people were delivered from the plagues. However, Pharaoh's hatred and obstinance towards God was reflected by further persecution of God's people, a mistake that he would soon live to regret. Through the obedience of his servant Moses, the rivers were turned to blood, the weather became erratic, the crops were destroyed by hail, the ecosystem was overturned by millions of frogs, their economic system was destroyed. Every sign and wonder that happened defied every god that the Egyptians depended on for their sustenance. And with every sign was the invisible hand of God trying to showcase to humanity that without his divine intervention, man's efforts to rule this planet are futile. Disobedience to God's eternal and moral code of ethics will always result in disaster. However, as the children of Israel walked across the dry bedrock of the Red Sea, they celebrated that their Most High God is a God of miraculous signs and wonders and a deliverer of those who trust in his name. The Egyptian army and Pharaoh also learned the hard way that there is no other God in heaven nor on the earth like unto the God of Israel. Throughout Jewish history, God had promised his people that before any calamity would come, he would do nothing unless he first revealed it to his servants, the prophets. But what about today? If calamity is coming, how would God warn us? Would he use prophets, calamities, worldwide plagues in order to get our attention? Wow, that was amazing. You know, recently I did an interview with Dr. Rod Hembry from Bible Discovery TV. In that interview, we discussed the COVID-19 and also the launching of Prophecy USA for such a time as this. We'd like to join that interview now as you listen to how Prophecy USA began. Today we have a unique guest here today. Uh, his name is Rick Pearson. Rick, welcome. Thank Good you. to see you. Thank you. What Rick is doing is he has started a new program called Prophecy USA. And Prophecy USA is an interesting um, look at prophecy to figure out is the United States in prophecy. And I find it fascinating because he agrees with much of what my father said to me and what, what I've learned and what I've understood about prophecy. The Bible, of course, is one-third prophecy, just like it's one-third music. And Rick, you started this program called Prophecy USA. And this program started, we started this, uh, when did we start that? We started that in February in Canada, and we just started in March That's in the airtime. States. Right. Airtime, TV now, time. But we've been talking about it since our time in uh, 2016. We were in Israel together. I believe it was 16 or 15. I think and it was the, 16, yeah. And, and Rod was asking me questions. Uh, I have been on the Internet, and I've been teaching this uh, on the book of Revelation for over 30 years, and I started to share with Rod some of the things I felt. And then when we departed, what did the Lord say to you? Well, I, I mean, we were swimming. I was swimming in the pool. It was a resting day and all of that. Uh, we were at the hotel. 
So I was swimming in the pool, and uh, I, I started talking to you, and I, I went, I dove underwater down to the deep end, in deep end, down where the plate is. I always go down and it's do good that. Place, it's a good place for me in the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I dove underwater, and the Lord spoke to me while I was underwater and said, help this man. And uh, so I said, okay, and I came up from the water, and uh, you were sitting at the ladder, and I started asking about your life. And you talked about a lot of different things. And so I knew at that point that we had to help you put together uh, this program. And so I st it started a journey. And our journey, we started taping. What, when did we tape the first set of programs? Was it uh, December or was it? Uh, it was in January. It was in January. Okay, January. that's right. That's right. January, the first six. The first six. Yeah, okay. And uh, you're on air in February, late February, and then you start really in the United States. You've just really started. Started in March. And it's interesting, Rick, because you've had this in your heart for over 30 years. Since 1986. So this has been in your heart. This is, I had a theophany. They call it a theophany. What is a theophany? A, a theophany is when you have uh, an experience with God where he speaks to you. And in 1986, I had an experience for one week where the, all this thing was going through my head, all these verses, and on the seventh night of the seventh day, I had an audible voice wake me up. And that's, that's all I want to share right now. But it shook me to the core. So and an I, audible voice woke you an up. An audible voice spoke to me. Uh, and I jumped on a plane, and I'm a graduate of Oral Roberts University. I come from the prosperity group. Mm -hmm. I believe that God wants to prosper you and bless you, and when you walk in covenant with him, he protects you, he guides you, he leads you, he directs you. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it, this so shook me up from what I understood in the Bible that I flew down to, to Oral Roberts University, and I had Brother Oral Roberts lay his hands on me. Because I thought maybe I was a little bit kooky. And you. Brother Roberts laid his hand on me, and he started laughing. And I thought, this, th this is not very kind. I'm really shook up here, and you're laughing. He said, no, no, Rick. He said, you have heard from God. And uh, he put me on the uh, Board of Regents of ORU, and I was on the board for 21 years. Before, before Brother Roberts died... Uh, for some reason, I had I had wonderful access to Brother Roberts, and he'd let me go visit him, and he he we'd go to his house and have a coffee, and he'd talk to me about different things of spirit realm and all that. And uh, before he passed away, I went and saw him, and he said, I told him I had retired from my business, and uh, Brother Roberts said, Why did you do that? He says, You're right in your prime. I was 55, and I said, Brother Roberts, I think that season is over in my life. And he went, do not get ahead of God. He said, the word has a season. God will open a door for you, and when it opens, you're going to have to walk through it with what the word, because the word has an appointed time. In a swimming pool in Israel, <laughs> somebody spoke to you and said, you said to me, have you ever considered being on television, Rick? I said, no, not at all. And you said, I'm going to build you a studio. 
I'm going to produce a show. You're going to write the scripts because I believe you have something to say. And so here we are now. We have the show started, and through, um, through Rod and his team, they've taken the rhema that I was given and, and packaged it in Prophecy USA, and we're teaching something that I believe is coming to North America. I believe it's coming to the world. Um, it's all in the Bible. And I believe with all my heart that the United States of America is a providential nation. She's the seventh of eight nations providentially. And we're getting very close to the second coming of the rapture of Jesus Christ. Okay. So and America has a lot to do with it. Okay. So that's so, where we're at. So you believe in, in like some people don't believe in a rapture who are with us. Some of our followers believe in a midterm rapture. Some yes. believe in a pre-rapture. You believe in a rapture or a catching up. I believe in a, in a pre-tribulation rapture before the wrath of God is poured out on the, on the world. But if you study scripture, it's, it's evident that you have to be ready. You have to be living a lifestyle that Jesus calls us to live. You cannot be one foot in the church and the other foot in the world doing the things that the world does. You have to come clean before God, walk before him in pureness, uh, treat people the way you want to be treated. The litmus test of your walk with Jesus is how you treat other people. That's justice. That's so, justice. Righteousness is being right with God yourself, and justice is how you treat each other. That's and interesting. Treating others. Now, uh, regardless of that, uh, there because there are people who believe different ways and yes. in different things. Um, but what I want to ask you is, you put this program, we put this together, and we started working on this last year. We had no idea that the coronavirus or no. the COVID-19 would be um, really part of any of this. I don't think anybody knew that no. except God. I, God knows nothing surprises God. He knows it. And the Lord uh, sort of shifted our release date. We thought we'd have one release date, but then the Lord kind of shifted it. And, and we just said, okay, Lord, we're going to, and the release date was, was late February. But in the States, it and was March. on Sunday on March 15th is when we were released in the States. March 15th. March 15th. And if you want to talk about the COVID-19 virus hitting, I mean, you're right in line with that, and God did that. That's not something you or I could have done. No. That's something that God did. And uh, so what you're doing is you're putting together uh, a prophecy book, and this is called uh, Prophecy USA. This is the book that he's put together. That's this, a study guide. This is a study guide. So uh, it goes with the program, and uh, if you are interested, what is the name of your website? It's uh, prophecyusa.org. 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 And you can get the first six shows, TV shows are on that. Yeah. You can order the study guide and go through the six shows. Now, we're only releasing the shows as we release them first on television. Right. But if you miss the first three shows, you can go to the website and catch up on it yeah. and, uh, and go through line upon line, precept upon precept, 
and see what the Holy Spirit says to you about where we are in Bible prophecy. And this is what you're trying to do. You're trying to get people to look at this so they can pray about it and ask the Lord what he's really saying. So yes. essentially, that's all you're, you're not trying to convince them to no. follow you or do any of that. You simply want to get the word out because of the watchman angle of, of uh, Ezekiel, which uh, to tell me about the watchman angle. Uh, Ezekiel 33, 8 says, if I show you that calamity is coming and you do not warn them and people die in their sins and you have not warned them, I will require their blood at your hand. But if you warn them, if you take the word that the Lord gives you and you share it and people still die in their sins, they will die in their sins, but you have delivered your soul. So, so at 66 years old, most people retired don't start a national TV ministry in Florida or whatever. <laughs> until this guy opened the door, and I knew when you said that, I just knew, okay, this is it. And thanks to your expertise and your crew here, this is not a one-man show. These folks here have put together a very good show for me. So the idea here is to let people know People can decide themselves. Yes. And uh, so that's that's very good. I, I'm, I'm interrupted here because uh, a gentleman by the name of Charles McVitie uh, is watching. Good. And, uh, Hello, Charles. Charles. McVitie says, 1 Thessalonians 4.16, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Thank you, Charles. Verse 17 says, then he, uh, then, then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together uh, with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another. Comfort one another with these words. These words are not meant to divide us, chop us up and everything, but Charles McBeadie has reminded us of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16 and 17 and 18. Uh, so remember that. Thank you, Charles. Good to see you on the uh, chat here, Charles, but anyway. And it was uh, on Charles's tour of yeah, Israel where we met. That's actually where we were. He does a tour to Israel every year. And Charles just ordered a study guide to check up on my theology <laughs> at Canada Christian College. <laughs> Charles is the president of Canada Christian College. It's a great college. Uh, it is excellent. And uh, I can't say enough about him. He's a great man. And that's, that's really good. That's really good. Thank you, Charles. Thank you. Four thousand years ago, an antichrist religion was birthed in ancient Babylon. Yet Joshua overcame it, Gideon overturned it, Elijah overwhelmed it, and Josiah overthrew it. This vile religion demands a rejection of God's commandments, a defiance of God's morals, a resurgence of asterisk poles with rampant immorality, and the shedding of innocent blood that cries out for judgment. These are the signs of a nation seduced by Baal worship. But what is the answer? 2,000 years ago, innocent blood was shed for you. But will America come back? Will she seek God's forgiveness or will she suffer His judgment? Prophecy USA proudly presents a study guide addressing America's spiritual state of the union concerning her past, present, and future role in Bible prophecy. Call right now with your donation of $20 or more to receive your copy, 1-888-306-1759. Or go online to prophecyusa.org right now. Now, just let me get back to this for a minute. Um, 
So we, we did this, and we did the first programs. We've got 12 done, but you're releasing six. You've got four more you're writing. And um, we're releasing this during the COVID virus and during all of this business. And uh, we, we are asking ourselves, Lord, how did you do this? Because it's timed perfectly. It's, it's not that you're coming to the, the scene with, you know, we're all going to die. We're all no. going to go to hell. What, no, 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 no. What are you doing? Uh, Jesus said, the devil's come to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Life more abundantly? Life more abundantly. When you lock yourself into the Word of God, you immediately start thinking of eternal things instead of temporal things. What's going on right now is temporal. They will get this virus under control. But it, it in eternal in the eternal realm, you're living your life knowing that this is just the beginning of eternity. So it's the your, your life. Your life doesn't end when you die. Your life continues, and you're either rewarded for your good deeds, and if you're under the blood, you're rewarded. But you need to get under the blood of Jesus because salvation is a gift from God. The work's already been done. When he died on the cross, he died for our sins, but when he rose from the dead, he rose that we might have life and have it more abundantly. So when you keep your mind on eternal things, the temporal things don't bother you because you're walking with the Spirit of God, which is eternal. So uh, this virus that's happening in my in my interpretation, this could be the second wake-up call to North America since 9-11. 9-11 was the first wake-up call. Uh, Jonathan Kahn wrote a book called The Harbinger. It explains it all in Isaiah 9-11. Uh, they read that verse in Congress after 9-11, uh, after the buildings fell. And this is another wake-up call to Americans and to, to the world, really. God is trying to get your attention. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. Now is a great time to open up the Bible, dust it off, start reading it, start praying, and get a word from the Lord. Get your relationship right. Ask God, is there anything in my life that's wrong? How are my relationships with other people? You know, the Bible says, confess your faults one to another that you might be healed. Now, if you want to get into prophecy and you want to see where America is in the Bible, the study guide will show you where we are on the prophetic time clock. And in my realm and in my studies, it shook me to the core years ago and I've pulled out verses that confirm what I've been what was told and revelation never starts with a committee. God never gives a vision. You mean he doesn't have a denominational uh, no. meeting and all that? He always starts with a man. He always starts with an individual and he'll give that individual a revelation. Mm -hmm. A vision. And then that vision has to it's a process to understand that vision. For me, it's taken me 34 years of study, and all of a sudden now I'm on television teaching the vision. But um, 
You, the five steps of vision. Should I share that? Go ahead. Five steps of vision. God gives you a vision, and then he'll get people around you that give you supervision, and then he'll give you some people that give you provision, and then there'll be some other people that say, you're totally wrong. That You're interpreting scripture wrong, and it'll cause division, and it'll test the vision. But if you've got a pure vision from God, a pure vision with provision, supervision, and you get over the division, you'll end up on television. <laughs> and you will tell the vision. <laughs> and I'm on television now, and I'm telling you my vision, line upon line, precept upon precept, everything the Lord spoke to me is right in here. And, but it goes against traditional thinking. It goes against traditional teaching of prophecy. So when I was, uh, I mean, I've heard a lot of prophecy teachers speak this about America is not in the prophecy. We don't see America in the prophecy because they're, they referred to the words of the United States of America and all of that. Uh, but I believe it's in John. It says, when the Holy Spirit has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he hears, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Yeah, he person, speaks yeah. directly to us. I we don't totally need agree with you. We don't need a prophet to give you a word. And then you believe the prophet. Jesus is the prophet. Exactly. But God does use prophets to confirm the word that he's already given His in you. Word. So yeah. it's always confirmational. Yeah. It's not directional. Yeah. This is confirmational what yeah. what we're doing. Once you read and study, the Holy Spirit will tell you but traditional thoughts may come into your mind and say, well, I thought this and I thought that. Read it. We have 53 descriptions of this latter-day nation called Babylon the Great. The United States of America meets every description, Rod. Every Don't give away too much. <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I yeah. understand. Uh, and, and it becomes important for us to recognize that the rapture is a big part of that as well and uh, you can figure when you watch the program you can figure that out uh, because it's all explained in the program and everything else it's a study of scripture it's not somebody who got a word away from scripture the word came and that he confirmed it with scripture and scripture doesn't change and so that becomes very important um, I, I'll share something else with you the, the first board meeting that I went to um, at, at Oral Roberts University. Or are you board? Oral Roberts University board. And the Oral Roberts University was the head of the charismatic movement. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the head of the charismatic movement. And a man walked up to me who I had never met before. And he says, give me your hand. And I gave him my hand. And he, he, he bent his head down and he, and he prayed a little bit. And then he said, Whatever it is that God has said to you, he is going to do it. And he, it shook me up, and I said, could, could you say that again? <laughs> he says, whatever it is that God has said to you, he is going to do it. And that was the first time I'd ever met Kenneth Copeland in my life. And that was, uh, Kenneth didn't even know my last name. But the Lord gave me that because for 34 years, this has been processing, and I've had to go through many a many a test in the last 34 years. And here we sit now, and to me, this is a miracle that I'm sitting here with you doing this. It is very interesting, I'll tell you. Yeah.
We hope you've enjoyed our background information on how we form Prophecy USA. We believe that in God's kingdom there are no mistakes. There are no circumstances that He is not aware of and no conditions that He is not in total control of. Next week, we'll return to our normal programming. My name is Rick Pearson. This is Prophecy USA, and we're reminding you that Jesus Christ is alive, and He's coming back much sooner than many people may think. See you next week. Shalom.